0: This is Dr. Charles Parker, and you're listening to Core Brain Journal. It's the place where I connect both fresh discoveries and interesting, different perspectives from advanced mind science with the realities of real people and everyday life down on Main Street. Well, welcome, board folks. Dr. Charles Parker here. We're here once again at Core Brain Journal. And we have a guest today who is going to talk very specifically about a subject that's near and dear to my heart. It's relevant to almost every patient I see. Uh, We deal a lot with treatment failure. And Brittany Pendergrass is going to talk to us about treatment failure from a completely different angle. She's going to talk about the mind, the gut, immune system dysregulation, her view of holistic health and life. And Brittany, by the way, thank you so much for coming on. Thank
1: Appreciate. you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Well, I got a little carried away with the intro, and I forgot to welcome you. So, But the bottom yeah. line here is she is living, get this, folks. She lives out in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And if you've ever been in that part of the country, she is living. I mean, they talk about a lot of the U.S. as being God's country. Coeur d'Alene is God, God's country to, to the 10 power. I mean, it's a different place up there. And, uh, mm-hmm. I haven't been there. I was telling Brittany before we started, I haven't been there. I've been to sun Valley a couple times and, uh, just sun Valley is getting close. It's getting close because it's in Idaho, but it isn't Coeur <laughs> So we're looking forward to here. We won't be talking about Coeur Brittany, but anyway, back to it. So, uh, what we're going to do is hear a couple words from our sponsors and then we'll go, uh, right into more of a uh, personal conversation. So, You listeners already know how much we love the reality of hardcore data here at CBJ. And today we welcome our clinical friend and our new sponsor partner, Direct Health Access Laboratory. They set up new standards for methylation, cryptopyrrole, and copper challenges that directly affect brain function. And remember this. You know, what's going on is Dr. Walsh has been on several times. He's just We've just done an interview with him on the end of autism. And I can tell you these measurements are absolutely relevant for what Dr. Walsh is talking about, the end of autism. So you may want to tune in for that one. But the thing we like about direct health access is this. If they can serve professionals in Nigeria, they can certainly help you in Coeur d'Alene. I usually say Fargo, but I'm (laughs) in (laughs) Portland, anywhere in the world. Okay, and this other sponsor we're very pleased to have on board is the nonprofit Barry Robinson Center in Norfolk, Virginia. You know how much we really evaluate, how much we 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 value. If I can spit it out, the uh, opinions and options that are addressed to the complexity of adolescent treatment failure nationally. And internationally, what's going on with adolescent and child treatment failure is one of the big problems we see is that people are put up in psychiatric facilities. They throw meds at them four or five days. They're back on the street. And it's a, it's a medication compromise. People are not treated in a way that really sets standards of care. And residential care sometimes is what's necessary for people who are treatment failures. And the good thing about Barry Robinson is they are holistic. They're interested in comprehensive care. They do all these measurements. They do what's necessary to really pitch in and get the underlying biomedical condition squared away, as well as the fact that they don't use timeout, and uh, you know they just don't do uh, lockup like they do in a lot of uh, facilities. So we really value them, and we're going to talk more about the Barry Robinson Center at mid-roll here as we get into it. So let me tell you about Brittany. Brittany is a. Uh, she lives up in Corlena, I've only said that six times. She's a certified health and life coach and the founder of the Holistic Wellness Coaching Academy. At that academy, she focuses uh, her educational endeavors around mind-body wellness and, get this, gut health, my favorite topic. After years of suffering with severe anxiety and some depression, it's a personal passion of hers to educate health professionals on the mind-gut connection and give hope to those who suffer. Brittany, you will have a job for the rest of your life, girl. <laughs> because the denial—that's <laughs> well, a mission. <laughs> the denial is massive out there. You know it.
1: Uh huh. So, yes.
0: um, let me see. I'll read a little more there. Her online academy. She has an online academy, holistic wellness coaching academy. It certifies new health coaches and mentors individuals in this particular approach to true wellness. Her mission is to help people by educating the educators and empowering individuals to self-heal. The gut is an emerging, emerging area of study, as we all know, and science is now connecting gut health to most illnesses, disease, and inflammatory processes, and therefore must be given adequate attention. You've heard it here at Core Brain Journal, folks. We've talked about everything from Alzheimer's to bipolar illness, to uh, schizophrenia, the whole thing. And what happens is the gut is directly related to every single one of these conditions. So, having said all that, thank you so much for coming on, Brittany. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself personally so we can get to know who you are? And then we'll talk about your mission and where you're going with it.
1: Uh, yeah, well, I am a mom of three kids, and I actually, you know, I'm a holistic health and life coach now, and I have the academy, but prior to actually delving in and doing this for a profession, I was just, I was self-employed in multiple businesses. I ordered, I, uh, I owned a brick and mortar business, um, but I was always self-educating in the area of health and wellness. I'd grown up very, very overweight, and then I suffered really bad, like I said, with uh, panic attacks from as early as age four. Mm-hmm. I, I share that story a lot for, with people because I literally was the kid in elementary school that would leave my classroom, lock myself in the bathroom and think I was dying, you know, at seven, eight years old. And then after the come down of these massive panic attacks, which I couldn't identify at that age, I would cry. And then my teachers would ask me, you know, once I came back and they could tell that obviously I had been upset, they'd ask me what was wrong and I'd say, nothing or I was fine and so I never knew the guidance to even give people my parents had no idea what was going on with me they had no idea the severity of it and so it very much became as I got older um I suffer I actually went through a full nervous breakdown almost by junior year of high school um and so later on in my life I basically I had lost weight, and you know, of course, like any female does, we we tie health and wellness into weight and stuff, but I learned almost the necessity of making certain lifestyle changes for my panic attacks and depression, and I did see improvement, but I still tended to suffer as the years went on to some degree and couldn't understand why, when I was eating this way and doing these things, why I still couldn't get a hold of the panic and anxiety, even though I'd lost all the weight and I'd been doing all these things. And so later after having my second, my last, my third child, so my second son, I finally got kind of came to a place where I got into, I decided to change everything I was doing and finally pursue what I was passionate about. So I'd spent a year in health and wellness, nutrition and reading and self-educating and in living all these kinds of things and so on the journey of wanting to coach people into a better lifestyle I actually really got into gut health because my mission was to really 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 help people with anxiety and depression and I had thought it tied to hormones and which was a string I did follow that rope and it did lead me somewhere it didn't lead me to the root though the root was gut and that's how I came to be here
0: well, you know, the gut, as you know, directly relates to hormones. It's amazing how many individuals you mm-hmm. see, especially women and some men, men who are having mm-hmm. sexual problems, women who are having sexual problems, and, and women Infertility. who are having, even forgetting a sexual problem, just plain old problems with their periods. And PMS yep. have no idea of the relationship with gut. And it's sort of mm-hmm. like, you know, it's in your head, take some birth control, and they give them estrogen on top of the estrogen dominance yes. that they already have. And so then yes. what happens they're like double the estrogen dominance, freaking out, then they're incurable mm-hmm. because you've been given estrogen. Good.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. I had, I had lost two babies, um, and it was likely that I had lack of progesterone. I had estrogen dominance. And, you know, that was that, that second miscarriage was at 10 weeks, and it was finally, that one I, it got me to kind of shake out of things and go, you know, there's got to be something more
0: to what's going on with this. Oh, it's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. It was a, but you oh, know, sometimes great. the pain will turn you around. I mean, you have oh, a yeah. thing happen to you like that, and, you, and you're mm-hmm. not getting any answers. Then you're a smart girl. You're going to go out and dig. You're going to make it happen. And that's exactly. And, that's exa- and you know what? I had no idea that you knew about estrogen dominance. I didn't know we were going to go down that mm-hmm. path. But to me, <laughs> it's amazing because we that always- That was the epitome of estrogen dominance. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because you don't look like you're estrogen dominant. Folks, <laughs> you, you guys don't know that I'm I'm talking to her on Zoom here, and I can see her, and she's- beautiful she's radiant she's not overweight she looks great and you don't Mm -hmm. see that you know what happens with women with estrogen dominance and this is a little bit overly simplistic but there's a specific thing that comes on in terms of weight in terms of their body shape in terms of their overall energy it just happens and it's just like oh my gosh you can see them going going downhill and the natural thing for a, a traditional doc to say well they're hypothyroid you know and they, they look like they're hypothyroid, and they ask the question, well, they have a little problem with their period, give them birth control. And there are thousands of folks out there that this is, you know, and what happens, one of the reasons I'm so interested in the topic, i got to be quiet because I'm getting a little excited talking to you about this topic. <laughs> the issue is we see so many people who are treatment failure that come in, and nobody's really asked them even whether they feel ovulation mid-cycle. I mean you know it's like it's like an absolute relevant point so I'll be quiet so how did it take how did you hook the gut up with estrogen dominance in your as you as you begin to develop yourself
1: well so I was just researching researching hormones and I came across uh, Dr. Natasha Campbell and a lot of her research, and she's the one who really inspired me to dig deeper and started kind of opening my mind to this whole aspect of the gut being the foundation of all that stuff, of hormones, of inflammation, of infertility, of depression, anxiety, everything. And so at that point, I was so emphatic about it that I was was adamant about sharing that with other people because I felt like we are missing the what is at this point in time seems to be the absolute foundation of almost everything really afflicting humankind especially in modern cultures you know in industrialized nations
0: so tell me that woman's name i got dr campbell but is it natasha or i couldn't quite get her first name
1: mm-hmm. natasha campbell
0: okay yeah good. i'll put her in the show notes folks so then let's talk a little more about what you do in your practice. I'm interested in two things. Your practice up in Coeur d'Alene, what you actually do, it sounds like you must have, mm-hmm. it's not a big city up there, you probably have a large virtual practice. Yeah. That, that's number one. then number two, the whole situation of your training and your webinars and your, and your, your teaching activities. So let's, let's start with your practice, please. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, I, when I got into helping people, I I was working a little bit one on one with individuals. But I was like I said, I was so I had such a purpose with this, that I looked at a lot of health professionals, even especially health coaches, such as myself, and realized that they didn't know this information. And so as opposed to really just focusing on individuals one-on-one, I really took, and I'm, I'm kind of more of a group speaker and, you know, get a bunch of people together kind of a person. And so I actually started doing more with either large lectures and informative discussions. The first thing I did was write my book. I was kind of idle hands for a while because my husband's work schedule went crazy and I had a brand new baby. So at nap time, I would drive him around till he passed out in the car seat and I would work on my book. And that was my way of putting that information. I just felt so rushed to put out in the world. I just felt really excited about doing that and like it needed to happen. And so I put the book out there. And then after the book, it, I was working with people one-on-one a little bit, but I preferred to do it in group settings. So I would do large lectures in town, um, and then I could have the book that they could follow up with. And then I put together the gut course because, like I said, health coaches and personal trainers and a lot of these people that I was meeting and working with who were working with nutrition with people, even dietitians, etc., were very naive to the gut health part of it. And in doing so, they're sometimes using certain things or they're not seeing the healing that they could be seeing mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if they knew the rest.
0: Yeah, so let's, let's plug your book real quickly because I think in my introduction, I don't know if I said it. I was zooming around about what <laughs> to say to you, but I think we should say that's the Buddha belly book.
1: Uh-huh. It's and called Buddha, Buddha Belly. Buddha
0: yes. Buddha belly. So that's B U D D A Belly. And I'll have that in the show notes. I'll have a link to that folks when we get there. So so then you were doing a combination of not only lecturing and teaching as a stand up mm-hmm. person live, but you were you wrote the book, but the book was a way to segue it into here's what you do. So the book yes. then has a lot of information regarding how you use that gut information to mm-hmm. take it down to the next level. And you discuss yeah. a lot. Are you interested? I mean, we talked a little bit offline before we started about uh, immunoglobulin G and then measurement. Do you guys do that? Or what, what do you think about all that uh, IgG stuff?
1: Well, see, I haven't done a lot of that stuff. And when I, when I wrote the book, I really wrote it with an intention of making it easy for people to read and apply. I kind of mm-hmm. wrote it with the thought process of, you know, you know the hardest people to help are the people closest to you. So friends, right. family, etc. cetera, That's right? So true. Everybody can agree. To that. So a big intention for me was if you put it all on paper, they can pick it up without you ever having knowing it, known it if they're curious without accountability, you know, yeah, yeah. and just take it or leave it. And so I wanted the information to be really pro- processed, you know, well mm-hmm. by everyone. Um, but as far as the science goes, uh, I get really into that and I do bring some of that into the academy when I'm teaching my students, Mm -hmm. but I do have to realize that it's one, it's growing so much as far as the theories and two, everyone's at such a different level. So it can just extend so much. So I really have to be careful with starting with kind of layman's and then going a step further and then step further and then having pretty soon, we're probably going to have access to, um, some really neat, uh, testing facilities and, um, a really neat college that kind of has some good funding out of Ireland that one of my uh, coaches actually connected me to so
0: I'll be interested in that do you you care to drop the name or you're not there yet or what do you, you
1: um I'm not exactly sure what they're they I think they just redid one of their things so I'm not sure exactly um what name they're using for that or how they're but but I will see you in at a later date. A
0: shoot it to me, even if it's after you're published yeah. on the show notes. Because the show for notes, sure. conversation is going to remain green for a long time. So yeah. it's, a, it's a book that we can redact anytime. time. You just shoot it out and say, hey, Chuck, put this in there, and I'll get it taken care of and put it up there for you. Mm-hmm. The reason I cool. ask is, I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot with that, but I've got no. friends in Ireland from the Bill Walsh seminars that we met you know we go to oh. Dr. Walsh, and it's interesting mm-hmm. that Ireland's very fo- forward thinking in yes. uh, and, you know and you would think uh, they may not be for whatever reasons and bias or whatever, but they're very Ireland is very computer literate, the folks are very smart, mm-hmm. and they're right up on the cutting mm-hmm. edge of what's going on with uh, the evolution of uh, neuroscience. there's no question about it. yeah. So then Excellent. what do you do then you, you you don't really have that much of an active practice do you consult virtually with people Are they
1: I don't you know I actually don't really have time to do so much of that anymore mm-hmm. so what I have done is and luckily I have a student who's actually local here and my hopes is to once she's finished be able to do some of the large lecturing bringing her in and have her be that point of contact that can do more of the one-on-one stuff oh with yeah, people. Good, good. because for me I'm just I'm more I mean maybe platform educator sounds sounds wrong because I don't mean it in a conceited way, but no, no. I'm, I'm, I need to reach a large audience. That's, mm-hmm. Everybody has kind of a different comfort zone and calling, and mine is definitely that, that large audience. and working with a large group of people and educating the educators so that they can then go out and help all those people. Yeah. That was just
0: – I'm really with you. I mean, one of the things that yeah. we, we have Core Brain Journal for is because it does hit a wider audience. And, yeah, it's mm-hmm. only you and I talking right here. But we got people all over that are listening to our conversation at different odd times. And, yeah. you know, we think it's a, a positive, but I like the, it's really a, a thrill to have an mm-hmm. audience and do a whole show and do the whole thing. I mean, I, I love that myself. I, I, was, I was talking to uh, Dr. LJ about that whole, mm-hmm. thing, the training stuff and, and you know, yeah. we're going to be having an academy ourselves on on, we're going to start with psychopharmacology, but we're going to go over into... Oh the neuroscience and the methylation and and how to do that and how to actually test it and what to do with it and all that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm not That's there awesome. yet so I shouldn't talk too much about it. So so then <laughs> let's talk a little more about that whole thing that we are talking about. I'm going to ask you this question in just a second. So we're going to take a little break here but mm-hmm. the question I'm going to ask and I, and I don't really want to put you on the spot in any respect whatsoever, but I want to take our audience, our listeners, down to this next level of what is the gut, what's the primary gut application that you got out of your learning that should be applied on a larger scale to the public that your professionals that are there in training should know when they get done? What what should we as professionals, though, I mean, I'm a professional, obviously. What would you tell me? Hey, Parker, this is something that you presume that I'm an innocent. Uh, I said this even before we started. Just presume that I'm an innocent, and you're going to tell me, hey, this is something you need to know. So we'll come back, folks, in just a minute, and we'll hear what Brittany has to say about what we need to know next. So let's take a break. Well, folks, you know as well as I do that, Psychiatric treatment failure, especially after multiple medication trials and those very, very brief hospitalizations may prove insufficient to deal at home with the complexity of troubled children and and those adolescents from 6 to 17 years old. Improved care, those next mandatory steps should include a more comprehensive approach to address those multiple levels of challenges from family to peers to school, diagnostically from defiance to depression on every level for families, including military families, internationally. The Barry Robinson Center's 32-acre open college-like campus in Norfolk, Virginia, provides safety and security and clean, comfortable living. How do we know? We refer folks over there all the time, strongly endorse what they're doing. So for further information and informed interview, connect at this page, barryrobinson.org forward slash CORE. Well, you folks already know that here at Journal, we're on a mission to introduce you to resources that make significant contributions to the investigation of those predictable mind science applications. Our colleagues at DHA Lab Group provide a real difference with treatment options for people at every level, from first awareness of mind problems to those frustrating times when even well-informed treatment becomes surprisingly unpredictable. For my entire professional life, from psychoanalysis to brain scans, I've searched for, yes, improved predictability. The good news for all of us, from professionals to patients, remarkably effective research offers useful, cost-effective, organic options far beyond guesswork with psychiatric medications alone. DHA lab tests measure unbalanced biomedical details through easily available testing now available globally for a variety of molecular answers from, for example, methylation, copper, and cryptopyrrole challenges. Check in for more details at dhalab.com core. That's dhalabcom forward slash core. Okay, Brittany, we're back now. Thanks for your patience, folks. We're going to find this answer to this really important question because I see it happen all the time in office. And I'm really interested. I appreciate Brittany coming on board so much because we need a refreshing view. There's so many of us out there that need a refreshing view. of What is it that we need to know and how do we get to that next step that's absolutely so relevant for so many people? So what would you say about that, Brittany?
1: Um, I would say the most important things that I tell people are that to know two things. 90% of the serotonin is made in the gut or manufactured in your gut. And majority of your immune system also resides there. So that shows you the importance of it. So the next step is to understand the foods and, and lifestyle patterns that either nourish or deplete the environment of the microbiome.
0: So now let's use that. Let's talk about the microbiome. We've had some interesting people Mm -hmm. talking about the microbiome, but let's talk about that, Mm -hmm. what that word is, and how that relates to this whole gut health, serotonin, immune system dysregulation thing that you're talking about. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So the microbiome is just uh, the more technical term for the the gut, and the gut is the entire digestive system. Well, it's not just the lining and inner workings of the stomach and the esophagus and the you know elimination organs and in your intestines. It's also the bacteria that reside in in that vicinity of your body. And and so basically, when we talk about the gut. The problem is is that there's multiple areas that we need to think about, but it's all one ecosystem so you have the gut lining that's holding all this stuff together and you have the organs responsible for doing what they do but then a big part of gut health is the functionality of the actual organisms and bacterias and yeasts and etc that live inside inside your body
0: whether they're healthy or not and we got oh,
1: yeah, and well, and you should have a ratio. I mean, the average so so your ratio of all those bacteria you should have eighty five percent good to about ten percent bad, so to speak, or even sometimes bad bacteria, they have a purpose. Even candida has a purpose to some extent living in your body. Um, but when you have majority of the good, it's going to keep the bad in check, and then they can work to doing what they individually are supposed to do. The average, I know American, has the opposite ratio. 85% bad to 15% good. And we wonder why so much of our health is black.
0: That's an interesting point. I hadn't heard that one before yeah. 85%. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's pretty doggone interesting. Well how does a person know that their microbiome is out of balance? How how would what's a commonplace Signed to you as a professional, like, oh my gosh, that is a microbiome problem.
1: Well, you know, gut health and, it, you know, uh, leaky gut, which I mean, we will get into in a minute, but that's generally what happens once gut health is, has gotten out of whack for quite some time. Uh, but, but a gut issue will show itself in some obvious ways, like people would assume IBS issues, digestive issues. Uh, You know, elimination, irregularity. But it also shows itself in skin problems. Your skin is your largest organ. I mean, it's basically like wearing your liver on your body where everybody can see it. So skin issues are a big sign. And especially things like mental illness, mental health, anxiety, depression. I mean, you name it almost. And it can easily be corrected with the gut or improved with focusing on the gut.
0: Well, I totally agree with you. I mean, my feeling is that the brain is the canary in the coal mine because mm-hmm. the other things you can see, how many times a day you go number two, that's pretty obvious. Skin conditions, yeah. they're right there on your face, doggone. You can see it if you've got estrogen dominance. You're going to have acne on your mm-hmm. chest, your back, your face. You know, you're know, you going to have hair in places you don't yeah. want it. I mean, estrogen dominance does that. So those are more mm-hmm. obvious. But what happens is people think that the brain is this place off in – Tanzania that you've never been before <laughs> you know Mm-mm. and so know. it's it's completely disconnected and what you do because the brain because it's so mysterious you're just going to throw some meds at it you know instead of it exactly. is there reacting to everything and what I mm. frequently say you'll get a kick out of this is that what we're doing so often in psychiatry is trying to resuscitate the canary in the coal mine you know, which, is, you know, we're doing mouth-to-mouth mouth on the canary instead of looking for the methane, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. We're,
0: we're treating the symptom, not the underlying problem. And uh, that goes on, and that's kind of exactly. what you're saying. And if you really look at the brain in that way, and, and it sounds like that was what happened mm-hmm. to you. You had some anxiety and, mm-hmm. and depression. Mm-hmm. It was all downstream from what was going on with with you.
1: Absolutely. And what they're learning, what, what I was so fascinated with, if you, got into, if you get into a little bit of the science around gut health, is the connection between the gut and the brain. And that's the part of it. They actually, I mean, cytokines, which are a substance that's basically secreted by your immune system cells, or that affects your cells, um, that can happen with, from bacteria being out of whack actually passes through, you know, through your spine and up through the blood-brain barrier and actually can cause inflammation and reactivity in the actual brain. I mean, it's like you see if you ever... I remember dad had a massive stroke at 40 years old, type 2 diabetes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And my dad was the nicest, most polite guy you'd ever meet in your entire life. And when he had his stroke, he was so out of it. His brain was going so wacky. I mean, he was combative. He ripped his restraints off the bed. I mean, it wasn't even him. And that just goes to show when your brain is hurt or something happens, or someone gets in an injury, and now they're not even themselves anymore. You know, so this is happening internally. There are things that are going on physiologically that are affecting the health and well-being of our brain. And if we only treat it in one way, or if we mask it with a pill, not only are we ignoring the root cause, but we're sometimes worsening the process or worsening basically what caused it in the first place.
0: That's so true. We see that all the time. So let me ask you this, regarding the construction of your uh, coursework, you know, the training modules, mm-hmm. how do you have that broken down? How does that actually occur? We'll have a link in there for that, but, but what do you do? Do you have like uh, seven segments, two segments? How do you have the whole coursework broken up?
1: We have four main modules that we focus on for full course students who have never taken any kind of um, coaching certification before. So we start with the first module is our our mind and, or I'm sorry, our body nutrition module where we kind of go over some basics and kind of label reading in the process of food and kind of, you know, it goes from really basic to a little more complex. Um, And then we have our mind module contributed by dr linda joy rose from the natural wellness academy Mm -hmm. um so she contributed that and we and then we go on to the gut module which is pretty large and the gut health module goes into a different level of nutrition and a different understanding of how the gut is tied into everything um and then we have the business and coaching and you know empowerment portion of what we do, which is a big deal for me too, because I'm probably equally as excited about power empowerment coaching as I am with gut health, <laughs> just because I'm about people being able to live their lives and we watch enough people suffer. You've suffered yourself, you know. Health, you got to get healthy before you can even step out there. But then you know, just it's it's great helping people really do that. So yeah, well, that's what, the four main focuses that we you, teach.
0: You actually, you're a very enthusiastic woman. It's obvious. And what happens is mm-hmm. module, one, <laughs> module 1, 2, and 3 are about thinking in different constructive ways from a more cognitive point of view. I'm going to tell you right now why you like that Module 4. Yes. Because you're active, you're energetic, <laughs> and you want to see people actually take responsibility and make the important changes in their lives. So what you're building to the Absolutely. last one because that's the change module. That's what, if you know all this stuff mm-hmm. now, how are you going to put it into action? And and that's why anybody, yeah. I, that's, that's what I get excited about too. That's why I get excited about talking to a person like you, because I know that people are going to listen to this. They're going to say, hey, you know, this is a, I've heard about this in a number of different ways, but this is something I really got to chase down and take a look at. Because it's, you know, this, what they're talking about absolutely applies to me. Here's a woman that was having anxiety attacks, thinking she needed to die when she was, even before high school, and you know, then mm-hmm. she actually found herself along the way. And how many women out there? I mean, a lot of men have not had estrogen dominance, but estrogen dominance does work with men as well, because it has a lot to do yeah. with prostate problems and everything else. There, men think I don't have any estrogen. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you do. <laughs> and uh but anyway the bottom line is they can have own problems and have all these other problems and they can't quite get their whole act together. And uh the fact that you're putting it together so comprehensively is is extremely cool. So now were you raised in Coeur
1: d'Alene? Thank I was raised in Spokane, which okay. is neighboring, but feels like night and day to me. <laughs> it feels very different. <laughs> oh, it is <laughs> It's nice. very Coraline, we're very blessed. Yeah. We have lots of bodies of water here and
0: beaches and this area. Well, you're on the aren't, aren't you on the Snake River in Coeur d'Alene? Uh not
1: the the Cortaline River.
0: Oh, the Coeur d'Alene, river. Coeur d'Alene River. I just remember the other li- uh, the other river that I was talking the other river. The other river that I was talking about it's the mm-hmm. y- Yakima. The Yakima River. Oh. That's in it's in Oh, the
1: Yakima. Okay.
0: It, it's in Washington.
1: Yeah, it's over by it, Seattle more.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. It's mm-hmm. yeah, between yeah. So that's what happened. You're, it's, it's, it's way far west of you where you are right now. Yeah. So yes. anyway, anyway, I just, uh, we were talking before listeners about that part of the country and when I was up there. But. So then what would you say in closing we would do in terms of where you would like to send people to connect with you and to be involved and see your website and, and chase some of those details down?
1: Um, you know, we have a basic landing page for our academy at holisticwellnesscoaches.com. Um, and through there, you can get to our, our academy site, which is guthealthschool.com. So, either one, it, you can always message me through that. We do a lot more interaction, however, through Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook is actually growing pretty quick, but it, it that's very new. But you can find that at Holistic Wellness Coaching Academy on Facebook. And then our Instagram is fairly large and we're really active with our community on there. And we're at holistic.school on Instagram. And that's where we just, between the two, I mean, we try and share most of our stuff that's on our Instagram with our Facebook audience too. Um, But that's where we have just a lot of information and a lot of in, in all different aspects. We do a lot with gut health. We do a lot with, you know, the mind gut and, and then of course the empowerment part of everything. I, I get a kick out of that. So yeah. So that's the best place to find us.
0: Well, let me just take a quick look because I, some of those things that you just referenced don't, weren't in your own personal show notes that, that were sent. So if you'd send those to Tiffany, I'll get them on the, I'll get them on the, uh, yeah. because then, cause I was looking at a place to, when I was, thinking about uh, what my remarks were going to be in introduction. Like, you know, and there was a free webinar that listeners can go on your webpage. That's, if you just put that down, that'd be good because I think people would want to uh, want to do that. It'd be a lot of fun. So <laughs> it's funny. There's a little sound lag out there because you're all like, it's, it's like about, about five seconds or so. And then you go,
1: well, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing you just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Can you be okay? Because I'm just losing just a little bit.
0: Yeah, I can hear you. It was, I think it's been losing a little bit. It may be the position in your house or something like that. But yeah. So if you just send that out. I know, maybe I should move. <laughs> yeah. Let's see where you go. I'll keep talking and you tell me when you. <laughs> there you are. I can yeah. see it moving around. There you are. You gotta, I can
1: hear you good now. <laughs> don't
0: move, girl, because we only got a few more minutes left. But listen. Um, if you yeah. <laughs> send those things over, that'd be nifty we'd really appreciate it and uh, yeah. we'll, and we'll get them in your do. For you and it'd, be, it'd be a lot of fun Thanks. thank you so much for taking the time and coming on board we we really appreciate it And uh, let us know down the road if you get something else, Say, hey Parker, here's something else I want to talk about, let's get it done we'll be happy to talk to you
1: oh
0: it broke yeah, up I absolutely will <laughs> okay, thank you
1: yes thank you so much it's been it's been a pleasure
0: well listen you have a great day out there you got some more sunlight it's getting dark out here on the east coast (laughs) she's not yeah she's a little bit it's that's the thing about Coeur d'Alene you know yeah just a little you're you're out on the edge we'll see you girl have a good one
1: you pay for the most expensive (laughs)
0: Bye. all right bye bye now Thanks for listening to Cobrain Journal. We're working every day behind the scenes to bring you reports that connect research benches with those street trenches. Here we share the complexity of mind science because as you know, details really do matter. One of the most pervasive, misunderstood challenges is how commonplace medications, like those written for ADHD, are used so regularly without clear guidelines. If you think you'd like more specifics, take a minute to download my two-page PDF packed with video links and references on the absolute essentials of how to start ADHD medications. They're easily available at corebrainjournal.com forward slash start. Thanks for listening. Do connect and stay tuned. Together we can make a difference.